15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. 15 seconds. How many things happen in 15 seconds? Have you ever really thought about it? Time itself is something that is truly taken for granted. I feel like nowadays, a lot of people second guess themselves and they actually decide to do something that they do not love doing simply because someone else told them to. In 15 seconds, our next guest's life changed forever. By simply posting a 15 second video, he was able to turn his dreams into a reality. We often don't realize how quick our lives can change for the better by just doing. Please welcome our next very, very special guest at this moment. All the way from Brooklyn, New York, you already know, Tunes and YC. Alright, what's up guys? We are here with another very, very special guest. Um, I know you guys have been asking a lot for um, him to finally be coming on. Um, it is currently 319 for me. Um, I want to say it's 4-ish over there, um, if I'm accurate on that. Um, but please welcome our uh, guest at this time, Tunes NYC. Uh, man, I really love what you're doing. Uh, go and introduce yourself for those who don't know who you are. Uh, hey guys, I'm Tunes. I do a lot of cartoon art. And I do merchandise and stickers and all that kind of good stuff as well. Yeah, so um, for those who are listening, uh, you know, it's going to obviously sound a little bit uh, different than what we're used to because we're used to doing, you know, in-person um, interviews. But this is the first one that we're actually going to be connecting everything to, uh, you know, our our, uh, our audio and making sure that we're actually being able to um, to do this interview since he's in New York. Um, I wanted to ask, uh, where are you from? In New York, I was born and raised in Brooklyn. Uh, my whole life, I lived here my whole life, yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm New York baby, uh, my, my ethnicity is Puerto Rico, so I'm Puerto Rican, um, for yeah. some reason I thought you were Mexican, bro, <laughs> nah, <laughs> uh, but that's super dope, um, so you said, are you living right now in New York? Yeah, I live in New York, I live in my mom's house, um, so I'm, I'm 18, I live with my mom, and I, I run my whole business thing out of my room. For sure. Um, obviously, you living in New York right now is like, I, I'm sure it's crazy. Um, how has your life changed uh, dramatically due to, like, you know, the current circumstances with, uh, like, COVID and all that stuff? Well, honestly, it hasn't changed much because, like, I'm always working and I'm always home. So it isn't really a big of a difference, but the the days that I did go outside to like skate or to like um, you know just do like normal things like shipping out packages, I've, I I wasn't able to ship out packages for like a month or or so, and I had to get like uh, a shipping label machine so that way I could ship packages from home, mm-hmm. and, and that was a big issue for me because I had so many orders that I couldn't get out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I needed, you know, to to get this machine, and um, you know, COVID pushed me to get this because if, if this didn't happen, I wouldn't have this machine. I would just be going to the post office, but I can't. I don't want to go outside because I don't want to get sick. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, I agree. That issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, was there any like big events that had to be canceled because of uh, of COVID? Oh, yeah, I also had, I think I had two shows planned that, that was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. No, it was it was one. It was one show I had. I think it was 
it was this, it was supposed to be in March. I'm not sure the exact date, but it got canceled because of COVID, obviously. And then actually, it was another one. I was supposed to be in Comic Con in June, Damn. in Brooklyn Comic Con in June, and that also got canceled. So they're doing they're supposed to be doing Comic Con again next year. For sure. Um, so. Dang, that sucks, man. I love Comic-Con and, and all that type of stuff, especially... I feel like you would exceed a lot um, in Comic-Con. Um, but I wanted to ask you another question. Uh, is art your full-time job? Yeah, I li- yeah, art is my full-time job. I do it for a living now. Um, I make enough to support myself. Um, I, but I probably don't... You guys probably think that I make more than what... I make, I don't, like, I make, I make a good enough money to support me, like, living here in my mom's house. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. I don't, like, I don't make enough to move out in the city because, like... Well, New York is one of the, the most expensive. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't make enough to, like, be able to move out and to pay rent because the rent over here is extremely high for a studio apartment. Mm-hmm. But that'll, that's, like, the goal for next year or the next, like, two years to be able to, you know, um, move out and have my own studio space where I can work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also, I'm working on fixing up my garage as well. So that way that could be my studio where, like, I make the clothes and I work and do my art there and stuff like that. So that way it's a little bit more organized. Mm-hmm. And I can have more space to myself because I am kind of struggling with the space that I have. For sure. Um, growing up, what type of kid were you uh, when you were first growing up? Like your early memories? Like when I was back in elementary? Yeah, yeah, around there. Um, I, I would always be outside, like riding a scooter or like doing stuff like that like i was always riding like a scooter or like a skateboard or things like that and um i was never really like i never really talked to so many people Mm -hmm. i never really like been like i didn't i wasn't so involved with like everyone else because i was just like i was i'm the type of person to like like to be alone and that wants to be alone Mm -hmm. So I never really surrounded myself with a lot of people. Were you the, and, uh, were you more like the active kids, or were you like inside, like playing video games and stuff like that? I I like it, it depends because I like some point in my life I would like when I was a kid I used to go out and like ride a scooter and be at the park and whatever, and then I got older around like middle school. I started being, I started playing games and being inside, like middle school, like fifth grade. Mm-hmm. I started playing games and I would be playing video games all the time. But then, like, I, I would say, like, between middle school, like the end of middle school and high school, I started skating again, like seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, that's that's kind of. I've always been with floppy between, like. I still play the game here sometimes whenever I got the time to, mm-hmm. but I'm, I like being outside. I like, you know, I don't know. I, I have, like, I get this thing where I actually get sick of being inside. For sure. And uh, I hate it. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I'm mostly an outside type of person. Yeah. Um, what made you get into, like, art? Was there a certain person that inspired you? Uh, to talk about that, um, so, I've been, you know, I've been doing art for quite some time. Ever since I was a kid, I would, I would draw, and and it, it was like an on and off thing. Mm-hmm. And then high school started, and I started to draw again just for fun, because it's something that I'd always did. And I was just like, uh, why not? So I started drawing again, and then there's this artist actually named by Timmy Ham, mm-hmm. or his, his art name is I Am Sloth. I don't know if you know about him, but he does, like, graffiti-type stuff and, like, monsters and stuff like that. So I started doing, like, monsters and, like, graffiti-type stuff, and that's how everything has started. And then over the years of 
you know, um, doing that, mm-hmm. it turned into development of my own style. Oh, that's a sp- hold up. Here you go, bro. Here you go. <laughs> Alright, um, over the years of, you know, drawing and just, you know, trying new things, it, it developed into, you know, what I have today, which is, like, the X's and, then, like, the inner details, you know, inside the cartoon characters, and then now I'm working on, you know, the new style, which is, um, called Abnormal, and, uh, it's with, like, the body parts rearranged around the head. Yeah, and, I- I saw yeah. I saw some of that type of of art. I believe you did like a Marge, um, uh, Simpson, yeah. yeah, on the skateboard, which was super super dope. Um, yeah, I wanted to ask yeah. you because I feel like a lot of times people, um, like you said, the way you you got into it, did you always have a passion or like love, um, interest for like art, or was that something that like recently you just started getting into? Yeah, so that was something that recently developed. Um, I would say. Uh, pretty recently, I would say about a year ago, you know, I started like, oh, like, damn, I'm getting good at this stuff. Like, it, it calms me down, it makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at first, um, I wanted to pursue skating. And I was, I was trying to go for it, but then um, I stopped because I felt like the type of skater that I wanted to be couldn't be as couldn't be like sponsored or like pro what do you mean by the type of skater that you wanted to be like i wanted the type like it's weird i don't know how to explain it but like um the tricks that i wanted to learn was different and not like like when you go pro or when you're sponsored you have to be like extremely good at everything and 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 like it's like that's set in stone that that's what you have to be to be a skater to be like sponsored and to go pro Mm -hmm. and it's like you have to put a lot of work into it and all these things but after like skating for a while i realized that like the type of skater that I wanted to be, like the type of tricks that I wanted to learn and the type of style that I wanted to have while skating, I, like, it wasn't meant for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I love skating and it's all my passion and, like, I can't live without skating. But I started doing art more and then, like, it started, it started giving me that same feeling that skating gave me. For sure. You know, the passion, the happiness, the calm, it calmed me down a lot. It, you know, when I do a painting, it relaxes me. It, it, I don't worry about anything else but that painting that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And once I see the, the complete, you know, project, I'm so happy. Yeah, I feel you on that. Um, I know you spoke about a little bit about your mom and, and where you live. Um, were your parents always supportive and like since the beginning? And what do you like? What do they think about what you do? Um, it's kind of hard topic to talk about, but all throughout high school, I was really struggling. I actually had dropped out of high school when I was 16, 17. I dropped out in, like, the ending of 10th grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10th, yeah, like, the, the ending of 10th grade, beginning of life of, of 11th, I, I dropped out to uh, take my my GED, which is uh, the te- the test you take um, to to get a diploma, so that way, like you can still have a diploma if you decided to drop out. Mm-hmm. So I, I wanted to drop out to take that, and my mom supported me because I wasn't going to school and I wasn't doing schoolwork. So, but you know, I wanted to do some skating, and my mom like didn't really support that because you know, yeah, like. You know, skating isn't really, like, it seemed that skating wasn't really a job mm-hmm. um, and, and things like that. Um, so, like, she didn't support me up to there. Um, but then once I started doing art and she saw that, like, I was at these art shows and I was selling stuff and doing this, like, she started 
really supporting me heavy and uh like she's she's been supporting me since then like all the time always um and like i'm happy for that because before i always kind of felt like she didn't yeah and then once she started like that made me happy and you know i could just show her that like i can do this like this is what i want to do and i'm gonna prove this to you that i'm gonna make I'm gonna make it in this world, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna do something great. Yeah, that, that's a powerful way to do, uh, think of it. Um, I was gonna ask you too because I feel like a lot of people nowadays, um, or it's it's heard more often than not, um, people who are big, people who become big, do not end up finishing high school or they do not end up going to college. Um, do you think that it, you need, in order to make it in life, you need to finish like go to college and all that like that stuff? No, I heavily, like, I've always, you know, talked to people and always had discussions with people about this topic. I believe you don't need to go to high school, I mean, go to school to be someone in this world. You know, it's all up to you on whether what you want to do and what you want to pursue. And if that includes, you know, you going to school, you having to go to school, then that's completely fine. But if you have something that you want to do that has nothing to do to go nothing to do with school by all means do what you got to do to get there because the earlier you start the better you start yeah you know i when i was back in high school i would always preach and tell people do what you want to do in life because you only got one life Mm -hmm. you know so i would always preach that and tell people that and i was i was uh, i would always tell people like i'm gonna drop out you're not gonna see me next year Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm leaving, <laughs> yeah. you know. So I heavily believe that, like, you don't need to go to school to be successful in life. For sure. Um, being at such a young age, like, we're both pretty young. I'm 20, you're 18. Um, and I'm sure, like, I know personally, I, like, a lot of times people don't take me serious um, because of our of, of my age. Do you deal with the same stuff, like, the same type of, um, like, just people looking down on you because of your age? Yeah, I'm 19. I just turned 19, like, back in March. But, yeah, like, back when I was in high school, you know, um, I would, you know, I would always tell people I'm going to drop out, like, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't come to school, and I was late. And so, like, the teachers, they really, um, like, they didn't believe in me. Um, at, at one point in, in my time of being at that school, one of the teachers had told me, actually, that I wasn't gonna be anyone Damn. in in life because I don't come to school and I don't come to school all the time. And I remember that, like, that thing is stuck so much in my head. And it's like, you know, like, just because you don't, you're not going to school and you're not doing what you're supposed to do mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you cannot be successful in this world that's true yeah that that's a big thing man because i feel like i don't know how to explain it. i feel like when we're in high school obviously like you don't want to you don't want to listen to your teachers or something like that but like things that a lot of teachers say although they might not always mean it in the worst way we end up taking it like that like stuff like that will affect someone um that's why you know yeah. I, i've always told people like that like yeah, you're going to have people that you look up to or, like, you may, like, think that supports you no matter what, but sometimes you never know. They're probably going to tell you something that you don't like that that uh, that is going yeah. to hurt you or something like that. But I'm glad that you took it, man, and, like, you have it in the back of your head that, like, you're going to prove them wrong for sure, and you already are, um, in my opinion. Um, but I also wanted to yeah. ask you, um, like, have you ever dealt with hate, and, like, how did you um, deal with it if you have? Like, with, with my art-wise? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I get hate, but it's it's based off of, like, people be saying, oh, you, you take popular characters and take them into your style. Like, like, you, like that's not really art. Or, like, um... Or, or like, some people be like, um, are oh, you trying to copy cause? Like, I'm not out here trying to copy no one. 
uh, I've never been actually inspired by calls. So when I when people say that, I do kind of get offended mm-hmm. because I've actually never been inspired by calls. So it's just like what you're saying, it's false. Mm-hmm. Well, and even in my opinion, like I feel like you're what what cause is doing and what you're you are doing are completely different um and and you can just see the style bro like honestly like if you look at your style and you look at cause's style it's it's completely different what you guys are doing um yeah yeah so that's that's that um i was also gonna ask you um about your first art show because we spoke about how you know some of them some of them were canceled obviously to uh the current situation what was your first art show ever that you did yeah so it was about i think about last year june no july mm-hmm. and about the summer um was it uh well, let me think it was around that time so it was around i think it was around either june or like september august it was somewhere around that time i don't remember mm-hmm. the exact date I was just scrolling through Instagram and I see an ad for a call to artists mm-hmm. to DM them. And I was like, oh, okay, I do this art. Let me see. So I, I, I DM them and, uh, you know, they liked my art. So they accepted me. And I was like, wow, like, that's crazy. Like, I didn't, like, I, you know, you, you see these ads on Instagram and you always think, like, oh, this is not real. Like, they're going to scam you yeah, or yeah. whatever. You know, so I just, you know, submitted my, like, my, uh, I, d- I DM'd them and, like, submitted a couple of photos and things like that. And so, like, I was surprised that they accepted me because I didn't really, like, believe it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's how that kind of happened. And then, you know, that was, like, my first show. It was a group show with a couple of other artists in, uh, in a place in New York City called, uh, um, I forgot. It was it was called something, something light. I I forgot. Mm-hmm. But the place they have hosted like multiple people and as well as like a couple of famous people as well. I don't remember the exact people. Um, but yeah, that was my first art show with my first like couple of five paintings that I had did that are like now that I see the painting not even good. Um. <laughs> But yeah, that like that was one of my first shows, and then after that, I kept in contact with the same guy, and um, I kept on doing a couple of shows with him, and then I uh, seen I started seeing some more ads on Instagram, so you know I submitted my application, and uh, uh, hold on, give me one second. You're good, bro. I'm sorry, my headphone died. Um, I started seeing more ads and started submitting more applications, and uh, you know I started getting accepted. There was this one in particularly they're called House of Art, and you know they they have really helped me um, a lot. Uh, they when I the first show I went to it wasn't the best, but then I kept on going after and. You know, I started making, that's around the same time I started making my merchandise. So when I would go to that show specifically, I would sell a lot of a lot of clothing and stickers and stuff like that, which helped me to start making money mm-hmm. because before that I wasn't making money. Um, so now I'm kind of working on getting into like an actual gallery, a, a solo, mm-hmm. you know, art exhibition. Yeah, um, which I'm hoping to get, you know, at this at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, the way things are going, I don't necessarily need a gallery. Mm-hmm. But it's still, it would still be nice as to have that connection. Yeah, and to build that that platform, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I feel you. Um, I was gonna. That's a good point that you brought up was money. Um, do you feel like sometimes like. Cause you know you you work hard with what you do, bro. Like, and I feel like a lot of times people don't realize how much work, um, and how much time it takes up to do um, a painting or what what it might what what it is. Um, 
do you think a lot of times people do not appreciate it enough like people hit you up and you'll tell them the price and they'll be like oh hell no like that's too much you think there's some people that don't appreciate or don't like see how much work goes into actually making like an art piece yeah, I think so, and it upsets me sometimes because, you know, I work really hard. I work literally, like, 24-7 on artworks and, like, the merchandise and all things like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I try to make, you know, at least three paintings a week so that way I can upload to Instagram so that mm-hmm. way I don't lose my following. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, when some people DM me and I tell them the price and they're like, oh, that's that's kind of expensive. Like, why are they so expensive? Like, couldn't you do any lower? You know, and I'm just, like, trying to explain to them, like, it's art, and this is not a painting that you buy from your from your friend that they made, mm-hmm. which is totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do this for a living, and, you know, I'm trying to make my art worth something. Yes. You know, uh, right now, you know, I have my art like reasonably priced I feel to try to price things cheaper and I'm also trying to you know make smaller pieces so that way you know I'm having that attention towards people who don't have so much money Mm -hmm. but that want an art piece at the same time so I'm trying to offer that and not a lot of artists do that yeah that is true that is true because i feel like a lot of times artists just like they'll be like whatever i'm not even gonna try and like provide something for those who don't have that type of income or who don't want to spend that type of money so like i'm glad that you're doing that um i was always gonna i was also gonna bring up another point um to that was also um like obviously you you know obviously you're you're working hard and everything like that um have you ever like received a customer that wasn't happy with it or has it always been like positive feedback whenever someone received the painting um there was one time where uh this guy had wanted me to do a commission and you know i had the digital market for him and everything mm-hmm. and then I, I did the painting and you know I sent him a picture of the painting and he didn't like it. And at this time, back then, uh, I didn't charge people first. So that that was my first mistake. I was still learning through mm-hmm. everything. So I had sent him a picture of the painting and he didn't like it. So he didn't want to go through with the payment. And he said what he didn't like and I fixed it and he still didn't like it. Damn. So, he, so he ended up not going through the payment, which is fine but which is completely okay i'm glad that that happened because i learned my lesson and i've mm-hmm. learned that i gotta charge people first and also that was still within the couple of months that i first started yeah. as well that, that's for sure and another thing i wanted to bring up too like people don't realize that you're doing it for a living so it's not like a side hustle like you said if you're buying it off like someone's like a friend of yours or yours or something like that like you're trying to pay your bills and stuff like that so i do agree that a lot of people need to realize that why your art is is priced at what it is and also like the amount of work that goes into it yeah and and you know you know since i don't have too many bills to pay i use the, the money that I get from my art and I buy more supplies. I spend a lot of money on supplies. I spend, you know, I would say, like, like about $400 every two months on, like, art supplies that includes, like, markers and, like, like if I want to do a series, mm-hmm. like a canvas series, I have to get the canvas as well. So... I invest a lot of money into the artwork, you know, and I don't think people realize that um, it's kind of expensive. Like, it's an expense kind of habit. Um, so, like, people people don't, like, see that either as well. I try to, you know, most of the money I get from the pieces, I put towards more supplies and things like that. Like, you know, supplies I use as spray paints, you know, the canvases. I started doing the stop signs recently. The, the markers are pretty pricey as well and they they actually have gone up in market since recently I, you know i posted the tiktoks and a lot of people have been posting tiktoks about the markers mm-hmm. so like they used to be for a pack of 15 it used to be about 30 dollars it went from 30 dollars to like 45 dollars 
God damn. Which is insane. Yeah. You know, and I, I usually buy like about three packs from markers at a time, you know, like recently, mm-hmm. um, like a couple of weeks ago, I bought, I bought some new ones. I spent $200 on just the markers alone. Damn. That's crazy, man. Um, I wanted to ask you, when you first, like, started your art, what was your toughest, like, hurdle to, to come across? Can you say that again? Uh, <laughs> no, you're good. What was your toughest hurdle to cross um, when you first started your art? Uh, I, don't, I don't... I don't... I think the hardest thing was... Was I was I was decent at it, but I wanted to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like when you first start out, you can't really expect to get better. You know, at like I, I wasn't really selling when I first started, and that's okay because that happens with a, a lot of artists. It takes time to you know start up and to you know start actually selling your pieces. So I think the most important thing and the most thing that I wanted when I first started was to like get better I wanted to get better I wanted to get really good so that way I can provide you know these amazing pieces you know Mm -hmm. for sure um what's something that you wish you knew when you first got started the techniques that I knew today I wish I knew them when I first started what's that because if Mm -hmm. I knew them there's a whole bunch of different techniques, but like with coming with painting for the markers for so long, I learned different techniques on how to use the markers, as well as like sometimes for certain paintings, I'll do a transfer uh, from paper to like a canvas. Mm-hmm. So I'll sketch it out on paper, and then I'll transfer that to a canvas, um, so that way. Like, it, it gives it a much easier process rather than, you know, just sketching on the canvas as well as, as making, you know, sometimes I use the spray paints for my background, so I want the, the background to not have, like, any white spaces in them so to make stencils out of, out of you know, stencils for the background as well. Um, and just, you know, sort of things like that. I wish I knew, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's all a process and it's all about practice. Mm-hmm. So, you know, once those things came to me, once I started doing it for a while, I learned all these techniques and my paintings got better. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at my paintings from last year, you can see how much they improve. Yeah, for sure. Um, what's been your toughest, like, art piece that you've ever done to date? The toughest one, I would say... Hold on, I gotta look around my room. You good? I got one right here in front of me that that looks pretty difficult. <laughs> the, uh, actually, the one... Okay, the one that you commissioned me to do, your wife commissioned me to do, I had so much trouble doing the digital markup. I was like so stressed out. I didn't know if like she would like it. Mm-hmm. I did. I ended up like doing like five or six digital mockups, and I ended up only sending her like three or four yeah. um, because it was like I never, I never did anything like that, mm-hmm. you know, with the, the Jordans. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard for me to like picture it in my head. You know, I had a couple of different ideas. But then the last idea I came up with was the best one, you know. I yeah. feel like it looked the best. And so I was hoping that she picked that one because that was the best one. And I didn't want her to pick any of the other ones because, like, I just felt like that one was the best one. Pick this one, please. Yeah, for sure. Um, for those who are listening who don't know um, what he's talking about, I encourage you to check it out on his Instagram page. But basically, it's just um, Bart basically kind of, like, running and... He has a pair of Air Jordan 1 Spider-Mans, which is in itself a difficult shoe to kind of, you know, make, like, for people to know what it is, you know what I mean? Because you can try and draw a shoe, but then people are like, what is that? And then they're like, I don't know, that kind of yeah. doesn't look like it. But in my eyes, like, you you nailed it, so I'm, I'm, I give you props on that. Um, Thanks, man, I appreciate it. Besides that one, though, mm-hmm. besides that painting, the one that I saw, the one, I would say... The one, okay, there's two. 
So I think the Homer one was, took a really long time and it was kind of frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I worked on, like, I like to work on my paintings in, like, one setting. Mm-hmm. So I think the Homer one took me around two to three days to complete. Um, you know, like, that's putting in, like, just straight hours or just painting. Like, some people will paint and then, like, they'll paint for an hour or two and then work on it. No, like, I go, like, five-plus hour sessions on these paintings. Mm-hmm. And then besides that one, there was another one that I I messed up three times. The stitch one that I, I did, I'm not sure if you see that one. Yeah, I, I messed that painting up three times before I got it right because I was using new paints and I was trying to explore something new. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't like the way it was coming out and I kept I tried I tried the first time I didn't like it I tried the second time again the same thing I tried using it differently like the paint didn't work I tried the third time and same thing and so I just went back to what I originally worked with mm-hmm. you know um but that that all comes with just learning what you like and just practice you know yeah I feel you um, you spoke a little bit about like TikTok and stuff like that. Can you explain to us like the TikTok blow up and how that made you feel? Um, so you went from how many followers did you want you had before the whole TikTok thing? I had before the whole TikTok thing. I had just hit like a thousand followers. Um, I had a little bit more than a thousand followers, and then you know I had, I made a TikTok before that and tried like you know making some videos. Mm-hmm. And it didn't work out, so I made a whole new account, and then I posted that. The, I posted how to make my hoodie, I, and that did okay, you know. Mm-hmm. And so the next video I posted, I, I found this song. The the sound was like running a business, blah blah. So I used it, and I was just showing my art and like the clothing, and that absolutely like blew up, and like it has a million views to today. And, like, that's just insane to me. I did not expect that to blow up. Mm -hmm. Like, I literally, like, that video took me, like, 15 seconds to make. Literally uploaded it. I took a nap because I was extremely tired that day. I think that was, like, around the week where I didn't really sleep because I had a lot of orders to do. Mm -hmm. And I posted, I went to sleep. I woke up. And I'm like, hold up. Where, why am I getting all these followers on Instagram? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm like, hold up, where are all these people coming from? And then I go to my TikTok and the video is at 20,000 views. And I'm like, oh my God, what the hell? Yeah, so you said how, how many views is that right now? It's at a million. Damn. It's at a 1.1 million. Damn. So it, it went like... I, and I did not expect anything, and that that honestly helped me out a lot because I went from a thousand followers on Instagram to eleven thousand followers in about three days, Jeez. and it really helped. I made, I sold out of all the hoodies and and most of the t-shirts that I put up on my site, and that really helped me out a lot because before that I wasn't selling anything mm-hmm. really. The only stuff I was selling was when I, I went to my art shows, mm-hmm. you know, and I was making like a couple hundred bucks at my art shows, and I was I was like making that work, and I also had a couple more money saved up. For sure. Um, but I was really like on my last, like I was really on my last like chance with the money, and so like. You know, going to the art show was the only way I had to make more money. Mm-hmm. And so I was really struggling with money. And then when that hit, that helped me out so much. You know, it blew me up. I'm getting a lot of orders till today still. And I'm actually selling a lot more art pieces online as well. For sure. Um, you know, um, almost every single new piece that I've made mm-hmm. since then have, like, sold out, sold or, like, um, you know, most of my paintings that I've done since that time have sold, which I'm I'm grateful for, and I'm extremely happy because because that's what I want. I want people to buy my paintings. Mm-hmm. You know, I want you know people to have my artwork in their house. You know, 
to look at to invest into whatever may be the case and that just makes me happy because that's what I want that's what I want like the clothes and stuff that's great but I really want just people to buy my actual artwork for sure um then you kind of like said that you were like on your last straw um with 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 like you know everything that was going on and money wise um did you ever feel like giving up no no like there was you know there was that time where i didn't really have like i was about to not have enough money to continue but i had i still had supplies in my house and things like that so i would have kept going regardless you know, I would have put the money out somewhere, you know, I, I, you know, you know, and I really had to like manage the money good because I only had a little bit left. So I really tried to save most of it for, for the next upcoming shows. Mm-hmm. So that way I could make those sales and, you know, to, to get some more money so that way I could keep doing this. Um, you know, because the shows do, like, the, the group shows that I've done, they do charge uh, a fee. What do you, you mean, know, like, when you do, it, like, art shows? It depends on what type of art show you're doing. So, the group shows that I've done, they charge, like, a fee. Mm-hmm. It could be from anywhere from, like, $100 to, like, $400. Damn. Right? And then, like, let's say if you do a solo show mm-hmm. with, like, a, a gallery, you you they kind of take 50% of what you of what you make, of what you sell. Damn, that's a lot, in my opinion. And, yeah, it is a lot. Um, that's why you see a lot of artists up their prices at the mm. art show because, you know, the, the art galleries do take 50%. Sheesh. You know, so because they have to pay their rent and stuff like that. And yeah. it's completely understandable. That's why, that's why a lot of artists, you see, you go to these art shows and you see they're kind of expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, some, some artists, you know, put their prices way higher than, you know, they want because they think that, oh, I'm at an art gallery or at an art show, it'll probably sell, let me put the price up even higher. But no, you don't want to do that because that messes up with you selling, like that messes up with a lot of things. You shouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. But that's why you see, like one of my favorite artists, which is Skull, he uh he his paintings are about six hundred dollars, but they're through galleries, so he only really gets three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of like it's it's. Uh, but galleries recently have not been able to provide that to artists. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of artists do actually sell on their own on Instagram, like I'm doing. That's what I'm trying to build up. But I'm also I also want to have gallery recognition as well. For sure. That, that's true um is it i know a lot of people are, are, are have asked this question especially when they they message me about you uh is it just you making the paintings paintings and the hoodies or do you have a team with you no it's only me i do the paintings and the hoodies as well i have the machine like i do everything myself no one really helps me shipping as well i do everything myself like i'm a one man business mm-hmm. uh I try to get help sometimes from, like, my girlfriend and things like that, and she has a job as well, and, like, the train ride from me to her is, like, two hours, mm-hmm. but uh, it's mostly me by myself, especially the paintings. A lot of people DM me, and they're like, I love what you guys are doing, and I'm like, I kind of get offended, because I'm like, it's not, it's one person, it's not, you know like five people yeah for sure um how can you explain us like step by step what you go through each day um kind of like in general with running your business yeah with like hoodie orders i'm mostly working on it like every day Mm -hmm. you know when i have a lot of orders i'm mostly doing hoodies during the week so monday through friday I'll do like hoodies, and then when the weekend comes around, I try to take I try to take some time for myself, as well as I try to work on a painting series. So really, like, you know, um, really, you seen the the ten mini series that I've done. Mm-hmm. You know, I did that over the over from the, the start of the weekend, so about Saturday to like Tuesday, I finished all those ten paintings. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I try to get out, you know, at least three paintings every weekend. So that way I'm able to post on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I think posting is very important to keep, you know, your followers engagement. And, you know, I don't want to lose my following that I worked so hard for. For sure. You know, so that that's kind of what it looks like. And then, you know, sometimes I have to deal with family issues and, and things like that. And people don't get that. Like, I still have to try to, you know, live my life and live my personal life and, mm-hmm. like, you know, I have family that also I need to take care of and help out and, uh, you know, things like that. And sometimes people forget that. You know, I'm here working, like, 24-7, like I said, but I can only do so much every day. I can only do so many hoodies every week, you know? I'm not a machine. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know, so, um, I wanted to ask you, why. go ahead. No, nah, that's why there's a disclaimer on my site when, you know, anyone purchases hoodies that, like, it's going to take this certain time and it may take even longer, you know, because I'm doing this by myself, so. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't understand that a lot of times people just, um, since they're not doing it themselves, since they don't see how much work goes into it, like, they obviously don't care or they don't seem to care, like, they just want their stuff now, so... I'm glad that, you know, you're, you're getting that out there, that you're just one person. It's not like a whole team that's doing um, the orders that you're doing and, like, the paintings that you're putting out. Yeah. So, um, I also wanted to ask you, if you're able to do, like, an art piece with another artist, dead or alive, who would it be and what would it be of? Um, I got a couple of people in mind, but one of them would definitely be Wizard School. As I said, he's one of my favorite artists. I love his style. He does, like the cartoon characters and, like, squiggly lines. And mm-hmm. I think that's really dope and really cool. So it would be him. Um, there's this other guy on Instagram. His name was... I, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he does also cartoon characters, and he has he's doing them with, like, drips mm-hmm. and, like, them, like, melted, and I think that's really dope. And as well, I would love to collab with him mm-hmm. as well. Um... Well, um, that's really all I can think of now. Mm-hmm. There's probably more, but, uh, yeah. Um, you, I know you spoke a little bit about, like, you, you were skating and stuff like that, and that's something that you really loved. Um, what would you be doing if it wasn't for art? I would totally be skating every single day. <laughs> like, before, like, last year, yeah. when I, like, wasn't selling a lot and things like that, I was kind of just chilling, and I would do art, and I would go out and skate literally, like, almost every single day of the week. And, you know, I had a couple of friends that I would skate with. Mm-hmm. So that that's kind of how it was. And, and now I kind of, like, kind of stopped. But I'm going to start again in the next, like, two weeks because I really, like... I got to get back into it, and um, I'm just waiting. Because I, I organized everything, this drop, and everything's been organized, and I have a plan. Mm-hmm. And so I have that time to be able to skate again. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, the, there's obviously, like, different types of paintings, like watercolors and clay making. Uh, what else would you like to learn? Because, I don't, like I said, there's there's watercolors, clay making, pastel, etc. Um, would you like to learn any of those type of paints or, like, kind of, like, mess around with those? Yeah, there's actually uh, one thing that's been on my mind in a long time, mm-hmm. for a long time, that I really want to do pretty soon is that I want to make figures. So, like, I want to sculpt the figures out of clay and then make them into resin and then, you know, sell them to you guys. And, you know, that's something that I really want to do and that I've really been thinking about for a really long time. I just haven't got to the time to do it. But this year, I'm definitely going to get it done. I have plans for it. And I'm, I'm really excited for that because it's something new. And I really, like, I like figures. And, like, I would collect, like, I collect a couple of figurines from, like, other artists as well. And so, like... That's something that I really want to do and really want to get into mm-hmm. this year. Um, I'm excited for that, man. I, you know, I love collecting figures and, like, uh, Simpson figures and stuff like that is really big to me. Um, so I'd love to have some yeah. Toons NYC figures. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah, like, I, I got I got a plan of which character I want to do. Like, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah, I'm excited gotta, to gotta do stay that. tuned. <laughs> um, for someone who has never seen your art, how would you explain it to them if you had to? 
if I had to, a lot of people ask me, like, what's the meaning behind the X's or, you know, this, my style, what's the meaning behind it? Mm-hmm. And honestly, my style is based off of me. You know, it's based off of the type of person I am. That's what I see it as. Um, you know, kind of growing up, I always felt alone and like I didn't really have too many friends. You know, so I think that me drawing over the years, it developed into something that represented myself, you know, and, you know, the X's kind of meaning that like the cartoon characters are dead inside, mm-hmm. but they're still alive. But, you know, they, they kind of have no feeling. They're kind of numb mm-hmm. because no one's around them. So that's kind of the meaning for me, for sure. you know. Um, can you walk us? Go ahead, go ahead. So that's what, you know, that's what I would tell someone that hasn't seen my art. Mm -hmm. That's the whole meaning behind, like, my style. Yeah, that's something that I, like, I never even thought about, honestly. Um, there's actually a deeper message than, than, than just, like, your, your type of style. Um, can you walk us step by step how you make a painting, like, just in general? Yeah, so I I, I create a digital mock-up of basically what I'm going to make, mm-hmm. you know, whether that be Bart or whatever, because, I, like, you know, I, the years that I did draw a lot, mm-hmm. um, a couple of years, I did do a lot of digital work, so I'm kind of comfortable with, like, sketching on there and, like, doing that process. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, once I sketch that out, I start, I take out the canvas, you know, I start sketching out the canvas, or I'll even do a transfer sometimes because to save time, because I, I got to do all these paintings. Um, and then, you know, I start laying down the colors. I lay down all the colors. I do three to five coats on each color, sometimes even more depending on the color. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I do the outline, and then I do the eyes, the inner details, and things like that. For sure. Um, yeah, because obviously, like I said, I own one of your paintings, and you can really see, like I said, the detail that goes into it, um, especially when you're doing, like you said, something that you've never done with before, like the shoes. Um, you can really yeah. tell, like, that you took your time, because you, in my opinion, like, any other artist could have, like, done it and, like, not added detail to it and not actually try to make it like what it is. Um, so you can tell, yeah. like, especially if, if you have, if no one has seen your art in person, like, you can tell the detail that goes into it and, like, the amount of work that, that it takes to actually achieve, uh, you know, what, like, your mock-up is and stuff like that. Um, but I also wanted yeah. to ask you, because you spoke about galleries and stuff like that and how people were, were um, how people were, like, kind of, like, steering away from that. Would you ever want to open up your, your own store? My store? I, I don't know. Honestly, I have... Like, with the clothing and stuff, uh, you know, I have um, I have plans. I really do want to start, you know, like, my characters. Uh, I know you saw a couple of them. Yeah, I got and, a little sneak peek. Yeah, I possibly want to start a brand out of that. Mm. And be, besides doing, like, all the characters. So, possibly, but I'm not entirely sure for a store. You know, I'm a person that likes uh, interest in a lot of things, so... Most likely in the future, this is not gonna be the only thing that I'm doing. For sure, um, yeah, like uh, it, it's cool, man. Like that you're trying to do other stuff, like you said, like the figures and and stuff like that. You're getting into hoodies, um, and not just one single thing. And I really like that you did that skateboard deck too. That was something that was really nice. Um, I wanted to ask Thanks. you because I did ask you about like your toughest piece. Has there ever been an art piece that you, like, gave up on that you're just like, nah, I, I, there's no way that I'm going to be able to achieve this? No. Like, no. I, I can say that happily because, like, I haven't had that yet. Mm-hmm. And, like, even if I messed, like, with the stitch painting, I messed it up three times. I still didn't give up. Like, I had to get it done. Like, I had the idea already. And mm. I had to get it out. Like, I can't go without finishing a painting. Sure. That's something that like I cannot do, mm-hmm. no matter how hard I struggle with it. 
Yeah. Um, and I, I wanted to ask you too, because I know you painted, like, you obviously paint canvases um, and other small pieces. You did that, um, the road sign, you did the stop sign, and, like, the one-way sign. Um, and I, I know you did, like, a little, uh, a little car of the mail, the USPS. Um, would yeah. you ever want to do, like, something bigger, like, on a side of a building? Yeah, like... I really, you know, this year as well, I really want to practice going outside and doing murals with, like, spray paints and mm -hmm. stuff like that. That's something that I really want to get into this year as, with, like, at least practicing. And then maybe, you know, next year or so, I can, like, you know, talk to a company and, you know, do a piece on the side of their wall. You know, that's really something I also want to do, like murals and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I just haven't gotten the chance to because I really want to practice with the spray paints and get, you know, pretty good to the point, you know, because when you're working on something that size, it's difficult. It's much more difficult, yeah. you know, because you got to get the proportions right and all this, all these things. Yeah. You yeah. know, so that, that's something that I really want to do. That's for sure. I feel like if... If especially because you're, I feel like if someone would contract you and like say you mess up, that's on you. Um, so I'm glad that you like yeah. you you want to make sure that it turns out right and everything for both of you guys. So that's something that you know a lot of people don't do, but I'm I'm glad you like you obviously you you care about your art and you care about how it's viewed and you care about how it looks and stuff like that. Um, but I yeah. I know you did embroidery and you did like I said you did canvases you did um stop signs and and those type of things have you ever wanted to paint on shoes or like clothes yeah i i have wanted to paint on shoes i just haven't got to the to the time to do it you know yeah um you know we've talked about doing shoes before something just, something's in the works for sure <laughs> yeah i haven't got the time to do it and like i'm, I'm a little nervous to work on a shoe because it's, it's different mm -hmm. you know you have to you know protect it and things like that and seal it and especially because i use my markers and i want to keep to it i want to keep using my markers mm -hmm. because i really i personally really don't like messing with acrylic paint i don't like the texture that it gives even if you you know the, you know there, there's there's ways to make it as flat as possible and you know i know i know how to do those those things but i really don't like the texture of acrylic paint and I know Angelus makes some paint for shoes as well, but I would totally feel completely, you know, um, what's the word, comfortable, you know, mm -hmm. doing shoes with my markers. And if I can provide that and provide a way to seal them so that way, you know, 10 years from now, the paint is still on there completely intact. You know, that's something that I want to do as well. For sure. And like clothing, I thought about painting on clothing. I painted a pair of jeans. They got messed up. I put them in the wash. I messed them up. I didn't know how to seal them. <laughs> but <laughs> that's that's also something I want to do. I probably wouldn't provide, like, painted jeans for people. Maybe, mm -hmm. like, a jean jacket and stuff like that. Yeah. But, like, jeans, probably not. It'd probably just be, like, a custom thing for me. Yeah, you know that that is something that you know because a lot of people don't know that I know um, Tommy Hilfiger spoke about it um, how you're not actually supposed to put your jeans in the washer you're supposed to put them in the fridge yeah yeah apparently you're supposed to put them in the fridge but he things here I skate and I sweat a lot so it's like <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah I gotta wash them <laughs> I feel you I feel you um, I also wanted to ask you. Um, like, where do you want to be in the next 10 years from now? Where would you like to see yourself? The next 10 years, I want to be, you know, a pretty well-known artist. As an artist, I want to be selling a lot of art pieces. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't really, the plans for clothing and merchandise is kind of iffy. Mm -hmm. You know, I will create, like, merchandise, like, screen-printed stuff, but the embroidery stuff, like I said, I don't know if I'll continue to do that and, like, the screen printed stuff will be limited, a one-time thing only. Um, you know, merchandise like that, mm -hmm. but, like, in terms of, like, doing the embroidery, I probably won't. Um, you know, I, I really want to focus on my art, and then, you know, once I get up there where I want to be for, say, like, maybe in the next 10 years, that's a long time, maybe, like, 100,000 followers or even more on Instagram I could have, 
You're already and, at what, 11? Yeah. I'm at, I just hit 12 today. Damn, there you go, 12K. Yeah. That's, that's, um, that's a big... Yeah. Go ahead. That is... It's, it's weird seeing that, that 12,000 number. I found it weird. It's weird. Um, but, yeah, like 10 years from now, maybe 100K, maybe even a million followers. I want to be well-known for my art, for my characters as well. Mm-hmm. Potentially... A cartoon show, even I don't know how I would come about that, but like that's something that I've been thinking about with my own characters. I have this whole big idea. I have a whole bunch of notes written on them, and a whole bunch of ideas, and uh, you know, a, a, a show that it could potentially be. It's just I don't know how I would go around that because mm-hmm. you know, learning how to animate and things like that—that's a long process. And, Anything uh, is possible, bro. You know, like, all you just need is yeah. idea. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think that's kind of the goal with my own characters is to kind of, you know, make that a show. Mm-hmm. I think uh, that would be super cool. I think people will love it, the idea I have for it. I'm not going to talk too much into detail because not everything, like, with, the with like, the characters is set in stone. I'm still thinking about the characters and things like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, it's definitely a vision that I see, and you know, uh, you know, hopefully I can do that in the future, and like I'll be super happy. You know, I, I don't know. I just I always like cartoons and how they could, you know, represent a lot of different things, and it's also like a childhood thing. Yeah. Know how many people watch cartoons nowadays? The mm-hmm. kids and the cartoons they got that shows is trash. Loki, Loki. <laughs> I you know, so it probably won't be a cartoon on TV. It's, I don't know something. Yeah. I don't know, but that's that's what I got planned for the characters as well, um, as well as like just you know like just things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, hopefully. You know, 10 years from now as well, I can start up my own brand, you know, based off of my art. You know, that's something I also want to do. It's it's something I really want to do, but what's kind of stopping me right now is the merch that I'm making. Mm -hmm. So I'm probably, you know, I'm, you know, I've been thinking about stopping it soon, Mm -hmm. you know, so that way I could work on the brand that I want to start as well. But I just want to wait. You know, to let to let my art take it take take itself off even more For before sure. I start anything new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that you're like you're you're down to like try new things, bro. Like you said, like you wanted to start doing, um, like figures and stuff like that. I, I absolutely love that. And you said like how you're gonna want them. You like you're wanting to create your own cartoon characters, and you're not afraid to you know get started on that. So I. I absolutely love that you, at the age that you are, um, even though we're not so far apart, like, that's just super inspiring, man, like, that you're honestly, like, trying to go out there, um, and do that, um, and I'm hoping, like I said, to hope, I'm hoping that, like, you know, you keep going and everything like that, um, I definitely, of course, um, like I said, I'm, I'm, I love what you're doing, um, and I can't wait to see where you go in the next 10 years, because I know you're gonna go, um, big places, and, um, yeah, man, like, I'm always here to push you and everything like that. I know we spoke a little bit about, like, doing a shoe and something like that. Um, so I can't wait yeah. for that. Hopefully, you know, we can make that work because I know a lot of people will definitely love that. Um, but for something that we do with every single person that's on here, um, we leave them, we let them, you know, like, leave a last message to those who are listening, your followers, the people that don't know who you are. Uh, what's the last message that you would like to leave uh, to them? I just want to say thank you to you for the support that you gave me. You know, you're, you're one of my first couple of commissions that I've ever did, so you always have a special, you know, place in my heart. Um, as well as, you know, I just want to leave people with, if you want to do something in life, go after it. Don't wait. Even if you're older, there's still time to start on what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Don't ever live your life with regretting you not doing something you didn't do because it's very important to be happy in life. For sure. That's all. Um, yeah, yeah, like I said, again, man, like, it, it's crazy how, how you, that 15-second video 
that you know you did like blew up and that's what i feel like a lot of people don't realize because i feel like yeah like sometimes stuff does take a while for you to you know figure out or like for people to start recognizing it but there's a lot of people that don't take those small opportunities like just posting a video that you probably never thought was gonna blow up but you woke up and and it was crazy um and like like i said there's a lot of people that will let others speak down on them and i'm glad that you know what that teacher said didn't affect you so much like that you just gave up and you actually like it pushed you harder to to be who you want to be and who you are currently um like you know it's, it's just truly inspiring and i hope those who are listening who are going to listen to this podcast uh really take that in hand that anything is possible possible no matter what um someone says or thinks or does so I appreciate you again, man. Um, where can people find you? Um, like your anything you want to plug? Yeah. Another thing that I want to say is to never give up. No matter if you're not seeing progress, mm-hmm. progress will come. For just sure. takes time. Some of us, it takes longer than others. That, but just true. never give up on what you want to do. For sure. And uh, you can find me on Instagram at tunesnyc, at tunes underscore nyc, TikTok same thing uh my site is nyc for sure um you know i'm always gonna support you bro i love i love 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 the paintings that you do the hoodies that you do and everything like that um again like i said i hope we can work on a couple projects especially doing a shoe i love shoes and stuff like that so um hopefully we can get something done always gonna be here to support you um and everything that you're doing it's it's truly inspiring um and thank you i want to thank you again for you know obviously coming on here it's 4:23 in the morning a.m over there it's what like 523 5 23 yeah there you go so you know we're, we're knocking this episode out um pretty late or early i guess for some people um but yeah man again i want to appreciate i want to thank you i appreciate you coming on here um especially with you know the times that it's the, the times that we're living it's it's super crazy um but i'm hoping that you know uh, things get better and you know we can one day meet up and 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 go from there man because i i know we're both especially you going you know places in life so yeah definitely man i, I really appreciate the support you know from you and from everyone you know that's been supporting me lately it really means like the world to me you know like uh, i can't i can't ask for any more mm-hmm. than what i'm getting man like uh I'm so happy where I'm at right now, and it's only going to get bigger, you know, and, um, you know, I just want to thank you for having me on here, too. I appreciate it. You know, it's one of my first podcasts, maybe more in the future. Yeah, that that that's for sure, man. I know I know you're going places, but um, that's going to wrap it up for the episode again. Uh, where can people find you? At tunes underscore NYC. Instagram, TikTok. You want to visit my site, nyc2.com. For sure. Make sure you cop some merch off him. Cop everything you can from him. Uh, you're not going to regret it. Like I said, I have, I personally have a painting of him that's super dope. Um, and I'm, I'm truly in love with that. I'm going to buy another one uh, here soon. And, um, yeah, like I said, I'm always going to be supporting you, bro, and uh, everything Thanks, you do. Bro. I appreciate you. Again, thank you for everyone that has been listening to this episode. Truly means a lot uh, for tuning in every single week. Um, I'm, I really hope you guys are taking something out of every single you know guest that we have on here because their stories are truly inspiring. Thank you again to Anchor for sponsoring this podcast. Truly means a lot. Helps a lot. Um, Till next time. Till next time, guys. Peace. Peace.